0: Hello, and thank you for joining the Dr. Whisperer podcast. I am your host, Sharon Feckety. I am the Dr. Whisperer, and I am so happy that you chose this podcast to listen to when there are so many choices out there. If you are enjoying the podcast, please consider writing a review or typing one, shall I say, and sharing it with somebody who might benefit or enjoy. Thanks so much for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show, the Dr. Whisperer Show. I, Sharon Feckety, am the Dr. Whisperer. Been doing it quite some time now, and some things just remain the same. Other things change, like you know, a pandemic and changes the way people do business, but a lot of things stay the same. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to talk about how important it is um, that you have a great team. All of my shows, all of my content comes from what I deal with in my business, Uh, conversations that I have with doctors, conversations that I have with practice managers, conversations that I have with staff, just conversations, okay? And sometimes I still can't believe what I hear. Most of the time I'm not shocked, but sometimes I still can't believe what I hear. And and this part is specifically for my doctors. I want to speak to you, doctors, surgeons, nurse practitioners, PAs, therapists, and beyond. Healers, shamans, sound bowl therapy guides, breath work practitioners. You are an expert. Just like I am an expert. I am an expert expert. In what I do, I know how to help doctors and healers navigate through their businesses, but I don't know how to do surgery. I don't know how to prescribe medication. I don't know how to do a physical. I don't know anything about what would make a great sound meditation healing session. I don't know how to be a therapist. I don't know how to do those things. But as I have said to many clients through the years, if I was a doctor or a surgeon, especially if I was a woman doctor, which is what I would be, duh, I would have that shit tattooed right across my forehead. You feeling me? So maybe this part isn't for you. If you're not one of the practitioners, maybe this show isn't meant for you today because I'm going to talk to my healers. I never, I used to just say doctors, but I've never thought in the eight years that I've been in business that I would work with such a vast group of healers. So I don't like to just say doctors anymore. Okay, but Some of my doctors have turned into shamans that I've worked with in the past. And uh, so people grow and they evolve. But one thing seems to remain the same. It's this lack of ability to understand that you might not be the best suited to hire people within your organization. It is so frustrating to me to continue to see this from Tampa Bay to New York to Chicago, everywhere I have been, the stories that I hear are just incredible. And the amount of shit that you allow your staff and your team to do and that you put up with is beyond. So that said, let me give you some insight to these thoughts that I'm having and how can I help you hire a dream team? Okay. Number one, they, it doesn't exist. So get that notion right out of your head. You can have a great team, but everybody's going to have faults and nobody is going to care as much about your business as you do, unless they have equity within your business. So unless you are giving them a partnership. And even sometimes when they, you give them the partnership, they're never going to care as much as the person that said, you know what? I'm going to go out on my own. I'm going to open this practice. I'm going to build this dream and I'm going to have a phenomenal future healing people. If you are an entrepreneur, which that means you doctor, if you have broken out of corporate, if you have left the hospital, if you have left a large practice and decided to go out on your own, you are an entrepreneur and you are a business owner and you just happen to be a doctor. So here are some of the things that I have found to be tremendously alarming. Number one, hiring family. Hiring your family, I don't care. I don't care if I offend you. I don't care if it's different for you. I don't don't care. It is not a good environment. And I'm going to be very, very real with you today and tell you why. A few things maybe you haven't thought of. Now I get it. You don't trust people because you somebody embezzled $150,000. I get that. I do. But that doesn't mean you hire your sister or your brother or your uncle or your wife or your wife or your wife or your wife to run your practice when they used to do hair for a living. Because- Doing hair for a living is actually a lot different than running a medical practice. Now, that's not to say that I don't think that people can be trained, but it's not happening. Okay, so whew, I have to take a breath with y'all because that stuff, God, it makes me nuts. It's probably one of the reasons that I have evolved my own business into speaking more at medical conferences, workshops, online, everything um, not, you know, in-person workshops, thank God again, but, um, really because it is the masses. This is not just one practice. And you know, when I'm having conversations with doctors, I always say to make them feel better. You're not alone. This isn't just you. This isn't just in your practice. This is like every single practice that I've worked with forever, eight years on my own and 20 plus in the business. So it's rampant. It's rampant. Okay. So Here are some of the reasons why it's not a good idea that you might not have thought of. Nobody is ever going to trust your relative. So when you hire people and you are HR or you're the administrator or you're the manager or you're the supervisor and you are related to the doctor that owns the practice and pays for your living, they are not going to feel comfortable to go to you and tell you things that they think are wrong. And especially if what they think is wrong is the wife, husband, cousin, uncle, it's not going to happen. So that creates a very, very unhealthy, toxic environment. Can I get a flipping amen? Do you know how many employees I have interviewed over these years and asked them and told them that this is in full confidence? If you were to tell me what is the biggest issue that you find within this practice, 95% Ninety-five percent of them tell me two things. Number one, nobody ever says thank you. And number two, I really wish it wasn't his wife running this practice. I really wish it wasn't the sister. I really wish it wasn't a relation. I don't feel comfortable. Everything is so incestual. The uh, the uncle is doing the website. The brother is doing the IT. The mother is writing the um, doing the bookkeeping. It's Well, maybe if it's to outsource, it wouldn't be so bad. They weren't in the office. But anyway, do you understand? Do you understand that it is so imperative that you have somebody that has no relation, no nepotism, no nepotism within the practice? It doesn't work because ultimately somebody's feelings are going to get hurt. Do you know how many practices that I've worked with where the wife has been the practice manager and she's the biggest issue and then the doctor, the husband knows that, but they can't do anything about it because then they would get divorced? It's just not a good idea. It's not a good idea. Okay, so here's another scenario. When the doctor decides that they're the person that should do the hiring, it's just a terrible idea. Now, do I think it's a good idea that the doctor meets three candidates that the practice manager who's not related to them and has not had as a babysitter in the past or the neighbor down the street or somebody I know at the bank. I, I just, just can't, can't believe you, you can't imagine. This is, this is almost every medical practice I've ever worked with. So you need to outsource your recruiting You need to outsource your recruiting. You need to hire professionals to gain talent if you want to have a successful practice. Now, if you want hot dogs running your practice, that's fine because you cannot get a filet mignon for the price of a hot dog. You just can't. So you really like, and I understand, you know, every time I get to this, like you really like to do this, this, and that it's like, you're not taught in med school about the business of medicine, And I don't know how many people are giving you this truth serum that I'm delivering up to you today, but you shouldn't probably be running the business at all. You need somebody that can run the business for you. And that means somebody that has experience as an operations person, running a practice, understanding how important your team is, understanding how vital meetings are, reviews, background checks, There are so many doctors that say to me, I was scared to have this conversation with my manager. I was afraid to approach them about this. I was afraid to approach them about them losing $150,000 for you in billing because they didn't bill it out. Lord. They are the only ones that are integrated with Zoom. And if you mention this podcast or you mention the Facebook show, they're going to hook you up with three months for free. Follow them on Facebook and on Instagram. Tie Technology rocks. So it is so important. Let's just like my greatest scenario is that some medical resident finds this podcast and and is thinking about going into business on their own. And they're like, I remember what Sharon Feckety said, not Sharon Fekete, not Sharon Fekete, Sharon Feckety, the doctor whisperer. She said, I don't need to be the one to hire people because that is not my expertise. And if I want to have something as close as possible to a dream team, I'm going to need to have somebody that has experience with hiring. And background checks are really important, people. You're not doing background checks. You know how many things I find out about people and I get so excited. I'm like, oh, this is the person, this is the candidate. But they were arrested three times in a row for burglary. Well, doc, we can't put that one in there. I don't care how much you like them. Because if they're stealing from others, they're going to steal from you too. If it walks like a duck, it's duck. And really, the most important thing, the most important thing that you need to remember, it is the hardest lesson for me to learn, and it's why it's my favorite quote by Maya Angelou: "When people show you who they are, you must believe them. The first time. Because people will show you who they are. And if your people are not nice. To, to sick people coming in the door, to people that are coming to you, doctor, for help. They need not be there. Hospitality and healthcare is something we need the most. So people, like you know, I always say to my doctors, when you're thinking about hiring somebody from for the front desk, Think more of somebody that really loves people and loves to talk to people, loves to talk to them about their shoes, their family, their remembers, their kids' names. You need a person like that at your front desk. You need somebody that is a great greeter. You need somebody that can do PR, public relations within your office. It's vital. But man, that miserable Mary, when she is answering the phone and when she is greeting you at the door. There are so many patients that leave because of her. So why would you do that to yourself? And if you've heard time and time again that this person is nasty to your patients, it's your fault, doc, that you're keeping them there. You're the guy or the gal that's signing the checks. So it's time to take some responsibility and really, 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 really really consider who you're hiring. So I will be hiring which is one of the things I hate doing the most because human beings can be very disappointing, but I'm really good at it. And I spend all the time necessary to get the right people. You have to have the right personality matches. You have to really consider um, what you can train somebody on and, and what they have to have as a background. Like, do you need somebody that knows authorizations and can understand how to schedule surgeries? They really need to have that in their background you know, do you need to know somebody that is a whiz at billing? Well, they need to have a background in that because billing changes all of the time. Should you be outsourcing your billing? Should you be outsourcing your help, your front office help? Have you guys heard of Hello Roach or Hello Rach? And one day I will learn how to pronounce it, but you know, I've never met this company, but I refer them all the time. I actually, 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 Asked to interview the CEO, but nobody responded. Meanwhile, I'm referring business all the time. And that's yet another example of what doctors don't know. There's a purpose and a reason why I ask for referral logs. Because if there are certain people that are referring business to you, you know what really needs to happen? Thank you. Thank you for referring me business that I didn't have to pay for marketing or advertising or social media, which is marketing and advertising. And Jesus, don't get me started about social media. You all are a mess. The fact that you don't have consistent social media is you're just a mess. I don't even want to talk to you. Let's stick to getting the team first and then get a bright person running your practice that says, You know what? We need to really have a social media strategy because guess where everybody in the world is? Well, they're on TikTok people. I don't care what you think. I just had somebody again say to me yesterday, you mean the dancing app? What am I going to do in business with the dancing app? You know what? You should just go crawl back under a social media rock and don't come out until you have spent time on that platform and can say something intelligent about it. And I like the person that said that to me, but I wanted to scream get informed people if you are running a business and that means you doc you need to really listen to people especially a consultant like me on the outside i have this one practice in particular popping up and i i I see what what they do and i'm like did i not teach you anything If if people in your practice are leaving because of the manager, you need to make a change. I don't care how much you like her. I don't care that you have a history. I don't care that you dated her. Maybe that happened. I don't know. I'm making stuff up as I go. But here's the deal, people. You got to get people that know how to hire. And if your manager doesn't know how to hire, you really do need to bring in professional recruiters because- you will spend more time and more money and just just envision yourself going to a campfire with all the money that you spent to go to medical school and that you're still trying to pay off and just putting it right in the fire and blowing it up just lighting it on fire poof because there goes all of that money the drama that i get to hear that i don't want to hear hence why again i only want to speak at medical conferences and do this podcast show and provide some kind of value to reach the masses because Enough, 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 and no, I don't think that company pop whatever is the greatest for a, a practice that is scared, that is having financial issues. No, I don't think it's a good idea. You need to invest money in getting a great team first, and then having a flow and then having patients that are happy and then growing the business and then taking your vendors and seeing if you're spending too much here or spending too much here, where can I save money? What, who, who are you stop taking that front office girl and making her your practice manager? Just stop it. Just stop. Because just because she was really great at the front office and has learned how to do referrals doesn't mean that she knows how to run a business. Malpractice, a building, buy-sell agreements, healthcare attorneys, great accountants, bookkeeping, understanding insurance, understanding how to take a practice from all insurance to cash, marketing, advertising. Do you know why so many doctor's offices get sued? Because they don't have good management. And ma- a good manager will tell a doctor how not to get sued. You don't have a healthcare attorney, doc? What the heck is wrong with you? What do you mean it costs a lot of money? That whole, like, you can't get a filet mignon for the price of a hot dog. What is it worth at the end of the day for you to spend money to make money? How long have you been hearing that saying? How long? Forever. I mean, I the fact that I meet with these doctors that have been in business for so long and are still crying because they can't get it together in their office because their team is so shitty, it's time that you take a step back and you really start to go, I'm going to invest my money in people that really know what they're doing, and then I'm going to trust them to do a great job, and I'm going to stay out of it, and I'm going to go continue their education. And I'm going to send them to conferences to learn about marketing and advertising and um, just how to get CMEs and whatever it is, send them to practice manager conferences, have them talk to other managers to see what's good and what's bad. Although sometimes that's not a good idea because a lot of those practice managers are the wives and also the husband's and also the front office people. And I'm not saying that there are not a few rare gems out there that have been the front office people and then turn into these great managers. But I'll tell you what, consistently, it hasn't worked. One day I showed up to do hospitality and a healthcare training in an office that I had scheduled for a month and a half. Hospitality and healthcare training in an office scheduled for a month and a half. The manager asked if I could come back. I'm going to leave you with that. That was my first sign that this manager sucked and it never changed. So when you see something, say something. When somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Otherwise, you're going to be crying in your practice and you're going to be using your own personal money that you have saved for, that you have worked hard for, that you Want to put into a 401k or you want to buy a condo on the beach, whatever it is, and you will be spending it cleaning up the mess that you made. So, this is your friendly podcast from the doctor whisperer about making sure that you hire a dream team. As you keep in mind that there's no such thing, but that you need a great team because it only matters that you have great people around you, people that you trust. And people that you trust doesn't actually mean somebody you're married to. Just do a lot of great interviewing and find out who these people are and if they would fit well and and if they don't have a record, that's, that's a plus. Some people can change. Hey, you're looking at one of them. 27 years later, sober, okay? But if you had hired me at 19, I probably would have stole from you too. I was a bad girl once upon a time. So with that, I digress. But I just want to remind you, it's never too late to hire somebody that knows what the hell they're doing. Thank you for joining the podcast today. Make it a great rest of your 2022. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a review or share it with somebody you know and care about that would benefit from listening. But more importantly... If you are thinking about advertising your business in the year 2021, sponsoring a podcast is major. 44% of people pay more attention to advertising on podcasts than any other media. And 37% agree that advertising on a podcast is actually the best way to reach them. 70% have considered a new product or service after hearing an ad on a podcast And I'm one of those people. And this is all according to Edison Research. Don't believe me, believe the research. So if you're interested in sponsoring, give us a shout.